Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, George, here is the the issue. Woe said in his report on NBA Today that the Nets could run the risk of alienating Kevin Durant. That's different than a report saying Kevin Durant is upset. Correct. They have alienated Kevin Durant. And I think that's important because at this point, apparently, Durant's not really, you know, obviously wants Kyrie back in addition to being his good friend. He's a great player. But unless he really gets fully involved and issues an ultimatum, then I wouldn't worry about it if I'm the Nets. And even if he does get involved, Kevin Durant is locked up for the next four years. He's locked up until through the 2025-2026 season. So he can't go anywhere unless the Nets play ball with him. And and I don't at his age, at this stage of his career, 
can he really afford to like sit out? And remember, the Nets could trade him anywhere. He won't have the leverage to demand, I want to go here, there, or there. And so, again, Durant may not get involved. Woj is right in just throwing out the possibility that, yeah, this is, remember, they're great friends. He could get upset. But right now, it doesn't appear that that's the case. But would you, what if Durant is upset? What if Durant does get upset? And issues the ultimatum. Then do you feel like you just got to give him the five, Kyrie, the five-year max? No, man. Like, the the idea of throwing good money after bad, same way that Philadelphia might do with James Harden, it's better to admit that you made a mistake and go to Kevin Durant and be like, look, look, man, I, I, I know that you guys are friends. I know that you want him here long term, but as we saw last season, we don't know if we can't tell which direction the wind is going to blow every single day. And we want to make sure that we can build and continue to build a great franchise around you in a winning situation for the duration of your career. And we can't do that if there's dead money on the books every single year because because he's not playing. Now, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I hear you. I just don't. Here's the problem with that. If I'm Kevin Durant. They have. It's not like they're just beginning. Right. Yep. And they're just starting to build. They had James Harden. And that went wrong. They've got Ben Simmons, and so far that's going wrong. Yes, Remember, they every, thought Ben it's, Simmons it's was going to play last year. They it thought he was going to play they got last to. year when he when they traded for him. And Correct. so that's been a problem. And then obviously you got Kyrie. So it's not like they're not continuing to build anything. They've been trying to build, and every single thing they've done has come up bad in their face. And so that's the problem. At that point, Durant might be like, man, this is just ridiculous. But again, he doesn't have the leverage. I I heard Bobby Marks, the former executive for the Nets, actually, now works for ESPN. He he brought up a contract proposal that he would give Kyrie Irving, and I think it's smart. It's a four-year max deal. So you rip up the option, you give Kyrie a four-year max deal. But... Only the first two years are fully guaranteed. And if Kyrie plays 65 games, at least 65 games in each of the next two seasons, the final two years kick in and they're guaranteed. All he's got to do is show up for work. There's no, you got to make the all-star team. You got to average 20 points. None of that. Just show. I would even, if I'm the Nets, I would even be willing to, to drop the 65 games to 60. And I I think that's a fair offer. See, see, I don't know the, that Kyrie's going to think that, but I think that's a fair offer from the outside looking in. Okay. So, yeah, it doesn't – see, the, the thing is, nothing needs to be tethered to awards and all of that because I don't think that there's any question about what, if Kyrie is on the floor – 
whether he is if he shows up to work and he's on the floor, whether he's going to be a good player or not. Right. I, 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 right. I don't think there's any. It's question about, about availability. That. Period. Correct. It's getting him to work every single day. That has been the the issue. And sixty games kind of seems to be a reasonable number because that that still gives you enough time if you're Kyrie Irving to like have a a mid year sabbatical or well, or something see, else. And, and, see, and that's the thing. I, I, I might put that in there. No mid-year sabbaticals. You're on sabbatical right now. And you yeah. will be for the next couple months. I mean, really, that that's how I'd be looking at it. Yeah. If I'm he's, the next. He's only played more. I mean, think think about this. In 2018-19, he played 67 games. Prior to that, and, and, and I know the 2020 season was uh, short, but but it, but he was hurt anyway. Right. The, the last time that he's played more than 60 games was 2016 and 2017. Well, that's why, you know, he's, he's like we said, he's been injury prone throughout his career. That's why I might be willing to drop it to 60. Because the fact is, sadly, players are playing fewer games nowadays. Not many. A lot of guys didn't play 70 games last year. I mean, I'm talking about top-notch stars. Yeah. So I would be willing to drop it to 60. But again, I, I think Ky- they both sides, look, here's the bottom line. And here's what's not kind of being part of the discussion. Kyrie wants to stay in Brooklyn. Correct. All right. So he should be willing to come to a win-win situation with both with them. There would look, they they don't want to give him the full five year max. They want to give him maybe a year, two years. He does, he does I ain't not want to be point. a pawn. He does not want to be a pawn. That's not a pawn. He, he no. Listen, listen, listen. He 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 doesn't want to be a pawn. He doesn't want the media to be bothering him. He wants to stand yeah, on his so own. He, he so wants he to be a go boy. to New York. He he wants to be a voice for the voiceless, even though he's not talking. He, he like so the, the the whole point in that is we don't know what Kyrie really wants in 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 his heart. And I think it actually changes on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis. So I so your idea of putting 60, 65 games on it, that is totally reasonable. That is reasonable and that is logical. Now, whether Kyrie interprets that as logical and reasonable right. and a win-win is something totally different because all these things that he said – it could be interpreted as disrespect, as as them as them using him right. as some sort of example and a pawn because nobody else does this to well, all star and all NBA did caliber if, players. If it's good enough to Joel Embiid, it can be good enough for Kyrie. This your consequences of actions, all right. And when you decided to take a week off here, two weeks off there, that's on you. Now those the, 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 those consequences have actions. As great a player as you are. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy 
and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More info coming out about Daniel Snyder. Roger Goodell got involved. So, so Rob G, give us the latest on what's going on with Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders. Sure. So the House committee uh, hearings were today. They've been ongoing. And before the testimony started of Roger Goodell, they released information that said that Commander's owner Daniel Snyder conducted a, quote, shadow investigation of allegations he had fostered a toxic work culture within the organization And his ultimate goal was basically to discredit the people who were accusing him. So that was the big bombshell that dropped early on Wednesday morning. Of course, Roger Goodell still had to testify in in those hearings later on. And he was up there for about two hours. Near the end of his testimony, those were the money quote. One of the uh, uh, people on the panel asked him if he was willing to remove Daniel Snyder as the owner of the commanders. Here's what Goodell said, quote. I don't have the authority to remove him, Congresswoman. Now, it should be noted he does not have the authority, but he could recommend that the owners vote on his status as an owner moving forward, and they would need 24 of 32 to vote him out for that to happen. And and here's what I'm going to say, George, and thank you, Rob. Um, If the NFL is going to be consistent, right, and we know they're going to come down on Deshaun Watson And rightly so. I mean, assuming, you know, that this stuff is true. And at this point, I don't don't know that we're going to find anything out. You know, I don't know that we're going to find anything out whether who's, who's right, who's wrong. It's just he said, she said. So if this remains the situation and the stuff that's alleged of Deshaun Watson's behavior is just out there, then I think he very well might get a full year suspension. I and if they're going to be consistent in punishing players for this type of behavior, then they have got to do the same thing with owners. It says in their own articles, their own league constitution, that they hold owners to a higher standard than players. So if that's the case, how in the world can Daniel Snyder get away with a toxic work environment where a few women said that they have been sexually harassed hundreds of times, where he gave $1.6 million of hush money to a woman because in 2009 he was groping her, he tried asked her to have sex with him, and tried to take off her clothes. And he gave her $1.6 million to go away. And you can't... So at the very least... Roger Goodell's right. He doesn't have the authority to remove Daniel Snyder because ultimately he works for the owners. But he's got to recommend it, George. As much as I want Deshaun Watson to, 
you know, be punished for what his behavior, if this stuff is true. I don't want him being punished when owners are able to get away with this type of stuff. You are. You got to be fair. You are 100% right, Chris. 100% right. But the, the, the issue is this is that Robert Kraft just had an incident down and down in Florida. No yep. punishment there yep. that, that the people who could control the money, Roger Goodell, it, he works for the owners. Like, it's not like he doesn't work for the players. He doesn't work for the league. He, he works. He is the figures, the central figurehead for the ownership. So, so he's in a situation to where other owners, you just had Jerry Jones get some bad press about a potential daughter in Arkansas, all of that. And so, remember the P- PR guy for the Cowboys who was filming, yep. taking video of cheerleaders yep. when they changed? Yep. And and I, I have believed this from the beginning, Chris, and that I don't have any evidence for it, but, but this is where all of the tea leaves point to one thing is that Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders, they signed a deal with the NFL that they have a common interest agreement that uh, about this situation, that, that they are mutually in this on some level and that they don't want anything re- released. And remember, they gave an oral report of right. the situation. They didn't even of, want a written report. Correct. You're right. That tells you a lot. Yes. And and that and that what what I believe is, I believe that Daniel Snyder, that he sat in those owner meetings and and that and that he said, Oh, if you make me sell my team, I will because remember, he's a he's been on record saying he wants to pass it down to his kids yep. and all of this stuff. Yep. That that he will burn the whole thing down. Yep. Yep. That, and, and, and I think that they are going to be hesitant to, to do it. But if, if he is removed, it won't be because of this. It will be because if, if they find out that he ended up having those double sets of books and he cheated the other owners out of money, that will be what, what gets him removed and <laughs> not this. No, look, that that's a great point. You're probably right on that. Um, and the, look, it's the billionaire boys club. That's really what it is. People wear those, that clothing, those shirts and all that. And they they just wearing it for fashion. This is the real billionaire boys club. Yep. And they have been used to getting away with whatever they want. And they're not alone. I mean, as you know, George, a lot of athletes are like that. But when men have money in this country, they have been used to, and really probably all over the world, used to getting away with whatever they want. And I'm going to say this, George, there are a lot of negatives to social media, but this is one of the positives is that more people have a say. Yep. And the common person has a say now on this without social media in the past, this would, you know, the, the, the common man was powerless to even address things like this. Now at least they can get a groundswell going on Twitter. People can be upset. They can cancel people, things like, and I don't always agree with that, but I'm just saying they can make it ugly for the NFL if you're going to come down on Deshaun Watson, but your owners are getting away with similar types of things. And then, George, when you bring in the racial dynamic, black player getting punished, White owners getting away with stuff? 
then it really can get ugly. And I'm going to say, look, and again, this is not in any way, shape, or form a defense of Deshaun Watson. No way. It's just saying everybody's accountable, players and owners. And, and again, your own rule book says that you hold owners to a higher standard. So I would say this, George, and I don't, I'm not don't. confident yeah, exactly. it will happen. They don't. But I, I'm, I'm not confident it will happen. But if they came down on Deshaun Watson and did, with like, say, a year-long suspension, and did nothing to the owners, the players need to stand up. Facts. And again, not in defense of Deshaun, but in defense of, look, y'all got, you, you, you wouldn't let Pac-Man Jones go to strip clubs. And y'all know I don't agree with that type of behavior, lifestyle, but he's free to do what he wants. Yep. Y'all this wouldn't even let him do that. And you got owners doing all types of things. Do as I say, not as I yep. do. Because 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 I'm the boss. You you work for me and you sit over there and you do what I tell you. Hey, don't worry about what I'm doing over yep. over here. And and if you get out of line, I'm gonna suspend you. But that's but it. don't 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 come point your finger over here. And that's where the NFL I've said for a long time that they messed up when they got into the adjudication business. And, and, yeah, and I like I, right. I know that it sucks and that it doesn't feel fair to people that like if somebody does something wrong or potentially does that they still get to in their minds, have a great life and a career and all of that. But the NFL is not in that business and they run the risk of having situations like like this where Jim, their their owner, one of their owners, Jim Mersey, has had some substance yep. abuse issues, multiple DUIs and, he has and been stuff suspended like that. a bit. Yeah. 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 And, and but but where you have Robert Kraft, no, absolutely no right. punishment. After I think you're right. And I've always looked at that like, first of all. Let's keep it real. Is the NFL going to do a better investigation in the police department than the FBI? No. Right? Correct. They're not. And so why are you getting in this business? I get it. It's, I, I kind of think it's they have PR. to just be. They, right. But I think they have to just be like, look, whatever the, the authorities decide, if they decide that so-and-so didn't commit a crime and, He's, you know, innocent in a proven innocent in the court of law, or they couldn't find him guilty, whatever. Then, hey, we got to let him play. Yep. And you're right. It is not great PR, but now this is where you got to deal with other stuff like this, right? Because you look hypocritical. And, and, and some people will say you look racist. Yep. And See, so, the problem, yeah. They, you can't try to just bend and waver to public opinion. The the NFL would be better off just coming out and saying or or have said but but now they've crossed into this water too too many times. Too they have need to just get said, out of it maybe yeah. after this. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. 
We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, George, let's go back to the NBA and let's play a game. I hope it, I really hope it doesn't come to this, but let's just go hypothetical for the sake of discussion because it will be an interesting discussion. We know that Kyrie Irving and the Nets are at an impasse, right? Struggling yep. to figure out how they're going to move forward together or if they're going to split. And uh, Adrian Wojnarowski for ESPN has said that the Nets have to walk this. They're trying, you know, to be strong with Kyrie and not just give him the five-year max because it's not good for their culture. It would be rewarding bad behavior, and they just can't count on him because he's been unreliable for the past three years. And, but yet as they do that, they don't want to alienate Kevin Durant, who's good friends with Kyrie, who came to Brooklyn because, in large part because of Kyrie, they came together as a package deal. And so you got to walk that fine line. But let's say, and we don't know, to this point, Kevin Durant has not come out and said anything. He has just played, and he's, look, he ain't hard to find. Uh-uh. Right. He's on Twitter commenting about all things basketball. So if he wanted to, he could say something and he hasn't just yet. But let's say at some point he does. If he's like, look, if y'all don't sign Kyrie, I'm out. Where do you think he could go or should go? Now, remember, here's the thing. Even if Kevin Durant said, I want it out, he signed through the 25-26 season, the next four years. So he has very little leverage. I don't see KD pulling a James Harden where you quit on your team. Gosh, I hope he doesn't do that, and I don't think he will. I don't see him pulling a Ben Simmons where, let's keep it real, you quit on a team. I, 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 I don't see that. So they have the leverage, and they could. This isn't a situation because he's got so many years left on his deal, George, where he could be like, "Look, I want to go to the Lakers," and and they got to trade him there because you you dude you you got to if you're going to play ball, it's going to be for us or wherever we trade you. So it is not necessarily George in his best interest to demand a trade because he could end up somewhere he really doesn't want to be, but. You tell me, if he got traded, I'm going to put it this way, or if he wanted a trade, where would you like to see him go? I want him to stay in Brooklyn and get it done there with Kyrie and Simmons. But if he's traded, where would you like to see him go? Uh, See, that I would not mind him going to Miami. That's not a bad one. I thought about that. 
I would not mind seeing. And, and mind you, these I am going to go with with places that he would not that I don't think that he would mind being. Oh, okay. Like I'm not gonna okay, be like, that's fair. oh, I want to see him in Sacramento. What? Because right, that right. That ain't that that ain't gonna last long. Right. I would not mind seeing him. <laughs> and in, they, but here's the thing: they could. I mean, honestly, they could oh, trade him to Sacramento. Listen, yes, but he ain't going. No, I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that's yeah. why he has to be careful. Because Rob G, you, check. I don't believe he has. A, he must not have a no trade clause. But check check that out. Look and see if he yeah, has one. You know, oh, but that because Sacramento got young guys, Darren Fox, yes. and all that. So you got to be careful. I would not mind, and I know that this is going to sound outrageous and out of the box. I would not mind seeing him in Memphis. I would not. So, mind. Okay, oh, okay, that's nice. But okay, he does have a no trade. He does not have a no trade clause. Okay, yeah, because, that's that's a cute idea, Memphis. You giving see, because, me Ja Morant? Cause cause sign me up, and then I can get rid of Kyrie. Go go buy Kyrie. And, and if KD wants to go, give me Ja and we can talk. Give me Ja and Jaron Jackson. And y'all I can got, have I, whoa, KD. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to give you two players? No, no, yeah, no, 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 KD. brother. Because you get the future. No way. I'm not giving you well, two Well, there you go, running you off the at future. the mouth. You shouldn't oh. have thrown Memphis out there. I'm not okay. giving you – I'm not giving him to you for, for, for you know, chopped liver. All right. Another place. Another <laughs> place. Moving that, on. Moving another on. Another place. That so you're I, not giving me job for him? No. Nope. Okay. I, I will then, get, then every, get Memphis out Everything else is for I, sale. I don't want everything. Except everything else is for, for, for a sale. You know, and, and another. Now, now there there is no trade scenario that 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 works here that doesn't break, that doesn't just destroy the entire team. But. But Boston, I think that the Boston Celtics fans would like embrace Ky- Ky- oh, Kyrie. Who, I'm sorry, who Kevin embrace KD? No, no, no. They, they, they are would, right? Because they actually hate everybody except for their own players. And if you play well for uh, them, of course. And if but, you can combine him, George, with- who would, who wouldn't want KD? You asked where would I want him to but go? But I'm just saying, don't I give me like the logic. They would love KD. Of course they would. Miami first. My Miami first. So hold on. But you're throwing out unrealistic. You can't just throw out there a team. There is no comparable hold, hold trade for Kevin no. Durant. Do you understand that? Yeah, no. Hold there on. There is if no I'm, comparable trade. No, there is. Stop it. Stop it. If I'm the Nets and Kevin Durant comes to me, like let's say it just doesn't work out with Kyrie. He's gone. And Kevin Durant comes to me and says, look, I want to be traded. Oh, I mean, I hate to lose him, but that I got a lot to work with. Correct. And if I I'm trade saying, Kevin Durant, I'm what getting is he back worth, to though? Boston, what? give me Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, I said it. I don't think they would, but then, then you don't get KD. So the point is, is that is, is that for a player like Kevin Durant, LeBron in his prime, all of that stuff, those <laughs> players have their there there is no fair trade back. I get that, but if I got control, because rare a lot of times guys, if they demand trades, they got like a year left on the deal. 
Yeah, and where they where, where they can just <laughs> walk away. It, I'm laughing. I'll see something, boy. I, I ain't even gonna bring it up, but uh, I'll bring it up during the break. But all right, here we go. <laughs> Gosh, all right, here we go. Look, no, George, that's not how the game is played. You've got to give me some trade scenarios. You can't just throw out the Lakers. No, the that, Clippers. That's that's unreal. Well, who are you giving me back? Because if I'm the Nets, I'm like, look, I don't want to trade KD, but if I have to, oh, I am getting a king's ransom, a king's ransom, unless KD wants to sit the rest of his career. But you're not. That's the, that's the uh, point. Is that because he's got so long left on his contract, it it, it makes him pretty un untradeable. What? Because, it does no, not make him untradeable. Because he's got so much time left that uh, that, that makes that him more tradable. Trade, no, because it doesn't. The team because knows if we get him, him, we got him Chris, for the next four years. Chris, what are you talking any, about? Anything that you try to trade for him will will absolutely because he's got so much time left on his contract will destroy the rest of your team there there is well, no he's place. Kevin Durant he is your team can so somebody if, uh, you say send him to Boston hold on Brian if, if, if you, can you send him to Boston Rob if you G, send him to Boston for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, <laughs> you have destroyed your entire team. There, there is no point in trading for him at that point in time because you because you've lost anything no, that look, could possibly right. help him. Find 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 me a trade, Chris, in the NBA that you could trade Kevin Durant for, and you're still gonna have a good team back after you trade him. Find me one in the entire league. Uh, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton's a free agent. He's walking out the door. So, eh, eh, sorry, wrong. No, I mean, try, try well, again. They can't do. I don't know if they could do him in a sign and trade. I'm not sure how that would work. But you could theoretically, at least, unless there's some type of stipulation for th- for that player. You so can you're going to be left typically. with Kevin Durant and old. So you Chris could do a sign and yeah, I'm sure they could do it. No, but I'm saying, don't tell me. You asked me a question. I said, and I, I said, hold on, no, let me finish. Okay. You asked me a question, and I just gave you an answer where I would have Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Mikael Bridges, etc. They wouldn't be good. Yeah, they would be good. Uh, they would Denver. they would they would be the Jamal Dallas Murray. Mavericks. They would be the Dallas on, Mavericks. But the Dallas Mavericks are good. I'm not promising you a championship, but you said give me a good team. He's Kevin freaking Durant. I can't set it out There's on a silver platter left for you, if but you he can get for it him, done. Chris. There is really? not a, Phoenix there is not a team. And, and I still stand by that. There's not a team Woodshed. that you can trade him to. There's not a team that you can trade him to that right, you have anything one. championship caliber one. left. Here's another one. CJ, and I'm not saying the Nets do, I'm just throwing out potentials to you since you want to play this game with me. CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. That seems like enough, or, or, do, you, or do you have to give up first-round picks too? You give, me a, give me a pick. Y'all got enough young players. Give me a first-round pick too. And what are you left with on that, Zion on that team? Zion Williamson. Are you sure you Kevin got Zion? Durant. Are you yeah. sure? He's played like 
Uh, oh, what, well, okay. Well, 50 the some games aside, in three years. Injury, okay, well, 80, of course. Sorry, 85 games in three years. He's always an injury question. But I'm saying if he's there playing, they're nice. And I'm a hold on, hold on. Memphis. Now, I know the salaries because these guys are young. But let's say theoretically, theor- say they did give Jaron Jackson and John Morant. Memphis had a better record without Ja than they had with him. Now, I'm not saying they're better without him, but they got a great coach. They got obviously, hold on, young players that can play. You drop Kevin Durant in there instead of Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson, are you going to tell me they're not good? No, what you're going to be left with Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, uh, and uh, and 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 slow mo as your as your best players. No, Stop no, it. your best player is Kevin Durant. You and have got now. Des, hold on. You are Des the whole Bain. point. Chris, Des, no, is to it. try to build a championship George, caliber team. You got And the point is, slow. if you trade, if you trade for Kevin Durant George. under his current contract situation, and not where he could just walk out the door the next year, so they have to be reasonable about a, about a trade. You are not getting. You are not going to have a decent team left. And the Pelicans you're ain't no way. Hold, 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 hold on, you like and if you're trading no, you the Pelicans. You hold on. You've been filibustering the mic. All right, listen. If they gave them Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson, they got Kevin Durant, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark, Ty. Don't tell me that's not a good team. I'm not guaranteeing a title, but they had a better record without Ja. So don't tell they me when you drop Kevin rec- Durant in there instead of Ja Morant, they're not going to be good. They, You're they crazy. did have a better record. However, as we saw in the playoffs, all of that great play for 43 minutes, they it'll be a one-point game against a, uh, against a good team, and then the last five minutes of the game, they can't score because they don't have a closer. Who could? A- Memphis? Yes, Memphis. They had Ja. But ja, I'm, they, it, is that you just said that they, were, that they Durant, had a better is record. Is Kevin Durant a closer? Without, could, yes. Okay, yes. then they would have a closer. Except for they would be without Jaron. Ja- they would be without Jaron Jackson and John Morant. What are you talking about? And, I'm talking and about they. That's not even George, a comparable trade understand? either. Hold on, you stop, stop, please. Do you not understand that if John Morant and Jaron Jackson went to Brooklyn, Kevin Durant would go to the Nets or to the Grizzlies? Yes, he would be your closer. And and, and, and here's another think, one. Hold on, hold here's on. another and, one. How and, about and Anthony and Davis? And fifth, so, here's another. How about Anthony Davis? Would the Lakers be any good if they got if they traded Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant? The Brooklyn Thank Nets you. wouldn't would wouldn't do no, that. No, you asked me for trades, and you and made that, this. That's, you that's made a, this that's that's you, a trade the Lakers would would do, but Brooklyn would would not do. How many games are you going to get? How many games is Anthony statement. Davis going to play next next you season? Made if you had to do an over one, over as under, as a two, as a seven, as a nine statement, that if you traded for Kevin Durant, you wouldn't be any good. I just off the top of my head gave you like five teams. No, no, don't you let didn't. a brother study the situation. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.